always my favorite podcast every week. What are you talking about? That's a good plug. Yeah. <laughs> yep, good. We'll just like soundbite that. <laughs> I put it on. It's always my favorite podcast every week. You know, be well, like yep. the beginning of everyone. It's always my favorite podcast every week, you know. <laughs> That's perfect. Are you okay, Finn? Yeah. Well, yeah. You serious? Uh, we are live uh, down in Kalos' basement. Oh, it feels good to be home. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I almost hit two deer on the way here. So did I. There's two deer right on the fucking road. Not good. On Deer everywhere around here. Yeah, Empire. Yeah. That yeah. was right down the street there uh, where that train track is. You train track? You never go that way, the back way? What do you go, Oh, 47? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I at, at nighttime, it's, I think 47 is faster. Yeah, like, there's no traffic. Fly, at, at, in daytime, I'll go well, back in the back way. I mean, unless you want to get a ticket yeah. for speeding. Yeah, I talk my way out of that one. He's a big podcast fan. Oh, yeah. There's millions of fans on this. Yep. All cops. Usually. The millions and millions of fans. Oh, God. What is this? I used rubber callus on my shoe. That is a sucker wrapper. Oh, okay. Close. That's good. It is a wrapper. Yeah. We got a very important guest today. We do have a big guest today. Mr. Matt Hayden. And his last name is actually pronounced Hadden. Matt Hayden. underscore Hayden. No, Pioneer underscore Fit. Oh, that's it. Which is our biggest sponsor of the show. Yes. He's been on probably two, three times. I went down there once, flew there, interviewed him in person with Dan Bell at his house. Wow. Did a podcast. Uh, he did a call-in once before, and he's going to do another call-in now. Um, so pretty excited to have him on. He's been fucking all over the place lately, so it'll be good to catch up with our biggest sponsor. Yes. Carry on. See how things are going in tech, sis. Well, you got to, who are we sponsored by? Oh, generalleatherCraft.com. Oh, there Aiden, we go. Way to the, walk uh, into future that. guest, of course. Go there for all your leather belt needs. www.generalleatherCraft.com. He's been on here more than probably Jacob Ross, I'd imagine. Oh, and Dan Bell combined. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, and Cam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're also brought to you by Pine Creek Spirits. Ryan Mock over there distilling up some vodka for us. Yes. Uh, always sends us a nice bottle every month. Um, if you're in one of the states you can get it, let me know. Actually, don't let me know. Fucking order from him. Uh, and then he is trying to get it out in other states. It's just, uh, it's always a hassle with other states, and every state's like a different fucking law, so it's a pain in the ass. So hopefully he can get it here in Illinois, and we get to push the product a little harder. Um, 
So yeah, Pine Creek Spirits. Go check them out. They got awesome mixers. Not mixers. What are they called? R- I call them RTDs. Ready to drink. Ready to drinks. Yes. Um, seltzer kind of stuff. Moscow Mules. Good stuff like that. So Moscow Mule, Pine Creek Spirits, getting passed around the party this weekend. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Party. Well, kids' afternoon Sunday birthday party. Oh. Drinking. Some, people were drinking some Moscow Mules of theirs. I had like one or two left. So. Good shit. Moscow Mule? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Hmm. Yeah, no, the, Karen likes those things, whatever it was. She got the ranch water? Ranch cop, yeah. Yes, He's ranch cop. Again, yeah. Yep, yep. What do you got over there? That is a whiskey sour. Ooh, never been, heard of that. It's been a long day, buddy. It has? Oh, yeah. What have you been doing? Drinking whiskey sours all day. Oh, Jesus. That's why it's been so long. I've been drunk. Man. Not here. I went to work. Then it did more legs. That's good. And then uh, build the legs, fuck the rest. That's what I've always said. I know you have. And then I just stared at the wood burning snow for an hour, <laughs> trying to get it, get it, get it put in. And it didn't get installed, but just staring at it. No, no. Probably, hopefully, this weekend get it installed. Yeah, <coughs> we got a lot of help. things going on. You know, who you got coming over, Mackie? Uh, right now, nobody. Well, that should get installed pretty smoothly then. One of Mackie's buddies, this guy Corbin, I know. Oh, Corbin? Yeah. yeah. My buddy's cousin. What? Yeah, my buddy Wakely. <clears throat> it's like his cousin or something. He's put in like six of them, so he kind of knows what he's doing. Well, hopefully he can do seven. <laughs> yes, I told him. <laughs> and he's got some extra uh, extra pipe we need, too. That uh, outside pipe. That's a little personal. insulated or That's a little, per- a little too much information. Laying some pipe at the, you know, at the barn. Well, this is a family show, Finn. Right. God damn it. That's good. Get some heat in there, dude. Yeah, it's been so hard to heat my garage. Oh, wait. No, it hasn't. I just turned the knob because I was prepared. Yeah, well, listen. You don't live out in the country. I don't want to get on propane. Yeah, At the last place, I mean, it was awesome. Easy. Yeah. You know, even though it was, I guess it was kind of a similar setup how you have it. It isn't a big, you know. A thousand square feet. A lot easier. Yeah. Well, especially the shed when I got that electric heater out there. I heated like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And then I had the other carport for only like six months, but that did a trick. That's what sold the house. Oh, yeah. That guy uses it all the time now for golf. Remember I told you I had to go over there and pick up yeah, something? Or... Leaks all over him. Yeah, <laughs> the roof's leaking like hell. Uh, but, yeah, no, that, that wood-burning stove, I can't wait to get it in. Get it going. Yeah, that would be nice. Good addition to the bar. Ah! It'll be nice ambiance in there, you know, when, you know, Big Boss man's in there sleeping before uh, bench night, him and the cat. Oh, that'd be so comfortable, nice dude. Nice fire. All cold outside, walking there, all warm and toasty. Oh, yeah. Just passed out. Dude, I want to go sleep there right now. Boss man will be sleeping, passed out with his shoes off, naked probably. Yeah. Be so Think, hot. Things keep up. Maybe I might be sleeping there. Yeah. You got a spot for me? Of course. All right, I'll bring my recliner. You're going to bring your own recliner? Yeah, you don't want to use boss. I don't want to steal boss's stuff. No. You, know? you set it right next to his. Yep. <laughs> Move it stay, in. I want to stare right at him, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lined up face to face. <laughs> face to face. Yep. Or toes touch. <laughs> toes touch. Cat will be hopping back and forth. Yep. Yeah, we got that. And uh, the new shirt. Big shirt. I told you. Lots of re... What did I say it was? Reposts. Re-shares. Lots of shares. Stories. In two hours. Uh, just me, a lot of shares. That's good. That's a good sign. We have a lot of shares, usually mean a lot of sales. Yeah. So uh, the only thing I like better than benching is fucking. That shirt comes out tomorrow, 5 p.m. Get that new website, you know? It's live. Yes. And you can actually schedule stuff on there now. You know, before, Karen would have to, like, stay up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And do it, and then stay up, like, midnight and take it off, which halftime, you know, 
it'd work or she wouldn't do it and just sleep. Fall asleep, but yeah, we're big time now, pal. Yeah, I see that. Automation yeah. coming to the Finn household. Oh, yeah. Wait till she gets his automatic elbows. That's coming next, probably. She'll be cooking. That's what she'll get for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. There's Merry, two elbows. Merry Christmas, Karen. Uh-huh. What are you going to ask this guy we're interviewing? Uh, I just see how he's doing and then hang up on him. I mean, I have not studied at all. I usually study for our guests. Oh, it'll be fine. Have you studied? Yeah, I'm ready, actually. You did a little bit of studying in his, in his past? Yep, I, lo- I did a background check on him. You know, he's morning. a golfer, a huge ass. Jesus, it's loud. Yeah, it won't be as loud as when he starts to talk. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> Hobby Lobby. This is Bobby. <laughs> Hobby Lobby. This is Bobby. Okay, we'll take two extra large pies, uh, pepperoni. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. How are y'all? Good. We're just podcasting my basement right now, just talking about you. I feel special. Yeah, you are live on the Let's Get Stupid podcast. <laughs> I mean, this is huge. I mean, you guys are scraping the bottom of the barrel coming to Oh, come talk on. To me, You're the cream of the crop. The cream rises yeah. to the top, Matt. That's right, macho man style. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget that, dude. Where, what have you been up to? Sounds like he's in the shit. I know. What are you doing? Taking a shit? No, I'm out here in my uh, barn. He's got all my kids are finally got them to sleep. Got all the fucking animals fed and cow milked. Now it's time for bed. But <laughs> cow milk. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. <laughs> <laughs> he jerked the bull off. No, my dear wife has uh, bought cows and pigs and chickens and goats and all sorts of shit. So my plate is full. Pioneer Fit Zoo. Yeah. Crazy farm. That sounds awful. Four kids wasn't enough. We needed 47 more animals to take yeah. care of. Yeah, that's good thing. Well, it's probably good for the kids, though. Teach them more responsibility. Well, at some point, hopefully. Yeah, it's all Pretty much it's just right my, that's my responsibility. <laughs> yeah. right. Maybe like five <laughs> or ten years. One day it'll pay off. Yeah. <laughs> I loved having animals as a kid, dude. It was like the best thing ever. I'd go out and walk my sheep every morning at 530. I just walk oh, my sheep up and down the driveway. And it, it'll be it'll be good for them. I grew up working on a ranch here in Coleman, and it was easily the most uh, beneficial thing I've probably done in my life. So yeah, yeah, it teaches you hard work, discipline. It's good. All the good shit. I like it. And what yeah. is, what does what does Matt Hadon do? What's uh what's your day like? You wake up and you milk a cow, and then what? Feed the animals, milk a cow, work out. Get the kids ready, go to school, go to work, come home. Hold on, you're working out? And then work out every morning. And training every morning, what time? Five in the morning, six? Uh, about 5.30 to 6.30 or so. Oh. Are you competing soon or? No. Just in no. life? Yeah. Just trying to stay alive. It sounds like you're we... dying down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm tired, man. I got I uh I was in Mexico all last week. Oh, jeez, world traveler. Yeah, and then I was in San Antonio the last couple of days. What? And sleep is uh one of those things. I guess the older I get, the less I sleep. I always wondered why my dad was always up so early. Now I fucking I know because there's not enough hours in the day. It seems there never is. Yeah. What are you doing? What are y'all been up to? Well, what are you doing in Mexico? Well, that was vacation. My wife and I were celebrating our ten year 
anniversary. Oh, jeez. And my 30, 35th birthday Ten on years Saturday. Dream. Oh, yeah, it was your birthday. I texted you. Happy yeah. birthday, buddy. Yeah, thank you. What did you do in Mexico? Not a bunch. We uh, you naked or something? Sat, sat at the resort, and well, I, I golfed a couple days, which was nice. I haven't golfed much, but uh, I did go fishing. Didn't catch anything, but uh, what else did we do? It's pretty much it. Sat around. I don't drink anymore, so I'm no fun at all. My wife got drunk several nights. What do you mean you don't I, drink uh, anymore? What, you gave it up? Were you alcoholic yeah, or something? Two years ago. I Man, I, I kind of was when I was younger. Like I would drink every day, and I, I just I got started getting older, and my uh, man, my brain wouldn't work. Like I'd get drunk one day, and like fucking three days later, I still had brain fog real bad, and I just I was always angry. You're and an I kind of gave drunk? it up. Jesus. No, I was no. When I was drunk, I was fine. The the the, the days after. Oh. That night that I would be drunk, I would, I just, it just didn't work for me. Now I'm still fucking bitter and depressed and all this other sad shit, even though I'm not drinking. So maybe I should just start it back. I mean, you can't have a couple drinks where you have a problem or something. I don't know. I it mean, just geez. doesn't agree with me. Literally, like my day, my my brain doesn't work the next couple of days. Like it's just slow and foggy, and I got to make a lot of decisions, and I got to stay fairly sharp for the crew at the shop and for the family. So I just decided I'd give it up. Man, maybe that's why I'm so dumb. That's why you're so foggy, Phil. I'm, I've been in a fog for years. <laughs> been in a fog for two decades. Yeah, I just use fog lights all the time. <laughs> Slow it down, use fog lights. Yep, Keep exactly. on trucking. <laughs> Keep moving. Jesus. <laughs> so you just sat there. What do you What do you do when your, your wife got drunk and you just sat there and drank what? Take water care of her. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean just conversation. Just all the normal. Non-drunk shit. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I'm not I'm not near as fun as I used to be, fellas. Tom's drunk right now. <clears throat> no, <laughs> drinking whiskey. I see him. I am drinking whiskey. Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm not exactly like you, Matt, but I I don't get. I mean, I don't remember. This doesn't sound good, but I don't remember the last time I was drunk. Exactly. Like it's been brain fog. Pal. It's probably been. I don't know. Four years since I was drunk. Listen. Tom's here drinking whiskey on his high horse, and I'm over here drinking electrolytes, HFB supplements. That's because you're there recovering you from drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different. I'm in a brain fog, Tom. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, well, that's good. Well, they got any bars in Coleman, Texas? Uh, we do. We have two. We actually have one brand new one that a lot of people like. Uh, and then there's like there's a couple of wineries that oh, high highfalutin people go to, Jesus. but uh, there's a couple of dive bars that most of the meth heads uh, frequent. So they got meth down there. Is that what you're doing? No, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Doing I like meth. sleeping too much. I don't sleep very much, but if I was on meth, I wouldn't sleep at all. Maybe I should, so I could get some more shit done. Yeah, I heard yeah. you get a yeah. lot of shit done on meth. I do coke first. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no. have you ever heard of the drug modafinil? The hell is that? No, it's actually a uh, prescribed medicine for narcolepsy. Sounds bogus. No, it's not. Tom. I promise you, it's not. You're on drugs too, Tom. <laughs> Guys, drunk and a drug addict. I can just all what I can the say hell is, is it, isn't 
Oh, never mind. I was thinking, and what is it? <laughs> For whatever reason, whenever you said narcolepsy, I was thinking, isn't that like where you have sex with, with dead, dead people? people yep. That's, that's, that's Tom Feely. Tom's got a terrible problem with that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. Ever since he watched that Dahmer documentary. <laughs> what the people. hell is that? That's is that nephrophiliac or something? What yes, is that? Necrophilia. What is that oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a uh, it, it it's. It's prescribed to people who have narcolepsy so they can stay awake and do fall asleep at the wheel. But if you're oh, if you're yeah, tired a lot, you can take it. If you like, get a full night's sleep and you take it, it doesn't really work as well. But if like you're like tired or like, you didn't get a lot of sleep, you can take it. There's no crash. There's like only an upside to it. Well, I mean that's what's in let's get stupid pre workouts. <laughs> that's the <laughs> magic <laughs> potion right there. I mean, yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it, it's pretty good. How did you get that shit, Tom? I got uh, I didn't say I, I have it. Oh. I said I know about it. Very, oh, I'm mean, educated in the subject. Oh, you know a guy? Maybe it's something <laughs> Matt could benefit from. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Keeps you going. So, you ever seen uh, Limitless with Bradley Cooper? No. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. He takes a pill. NZT. Yeah, it unlocks parts of their brain or makes their brain work better. That's what right? this drug compares to. That's literally what? in the description of it. Oh, get out of here, Callus. <laughs> okay. No downsides, no habit forming, no crashing, no nothing. I need some right now. <clears throat> it kind of seems like everybody needs a yeah. little bit of that. That doesn't sound I'll bad take, at all. Yeah, I'll take some. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll text you after this, Matt. Okay. Jesus. Take care. That sounds illegal. <laughs> get you another uh, leather business up here in Chicago. Yeah, I get two of them going. Yeah. Yeah, When hey, speaking of leather business, when are those cock rings ever coming out? I, I'm thinking about actually putting them on my site. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've been. You guys have sent several pictures now, and I, I can't figure out if it, you know, how, how what size to make it. I made it extra small, and that one was too big. Well, yeah, it was for well, Tom for his any wedding. size. Any every half inch matters. Every you know centimeter matters to us. <laughs> so yeah. you know, if you could put the Pioneer cut on it, <laughs> yeah, every other hole. Pioneer you know? cut. I'm having a hard time finding finding buckles small enough uh, so you guys can cinch it down. Well, you have to look harder, man. I don't know, if you go to China or something. I don't know, dude. I you know. have to. Yeah, I bet I bet SBD will make it. SBD. Yeah, give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> Any of this product made? Oh, absolutely, Mr. Gallus. Yeah, no oh, problem. Thanks. Wow, I can last really long now. Yeah, let's get stupid. Yeah. Yeah, let's get stupid. Right. Cockering is a good idea. Help hey, me. are you y'all coming down to uh, down to the coast in April for that meet? Yes, we already booked. Well, we uh, Dan. Bell, I believe, already booked the Airbnb for me, him, and my buddy Cam. My buddy Cam. <laughs> so we're, uh, me and Cam and Dan are all signed up, but even worst case scenario, we're fucking going. Okay. So yeah, we'll be there. Corpus Christi or something, right? Or uh, South Padre. South Padre. South Padre. South Padre is awesome town. Yeah. I haven't been there in 20 it's... years, but it was awesome then. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. It's, I think, probably the prettiest. It's for sure the prettiest beach in Texas. Oh yeah, prettier than Coleman. There's no beach. It's a, just a tu- just a tu- it's just a touch prettier than Coleman. Got a great Sonic there. Me, me and Dan Bell fancy about five times. Um, yeah, no, we're we're coming down. It should be a pretty. I don't know. It looks like a pretty nice meet. I, I mean, seen the, the venue. Uh, the venue's cool. It's a convention center down there, and I think we're up to like 111,000 or something like that. So it, it'll be. Jeez. It'll be a uh, bunch of money. I don't know vendor-wise. I don't – man, I got so burned out on trying to get people to give us money and come do the vendor at the tribute meet that I just kind of decided 
fuck it, I'll just put in all the money, and if somebody wants to join in, they can. I haven't been, I haven't shot, shot emails, and I haven't really tried to uh, advertise to other companies to try to get them on board. And I don't know if I'm doing a disservice to the athletes, but hopefully everybody kind of understands my disdain towards people saying no, I can't donate 500 bucks or I'm not going to, or, you know, all this other bullshit. I think a hundred thousand dollars is a pretty good chunk of money. Uh, hopefully everybody that goes will be happy with the ability to, you know, at least compete for it. And I think we're doing, we're going to divvy that up since there is so much, we'll be able to divvy it up and several more people. I think we usually just do like the overall best lifters, male and female and, I think we're doing places also. So there'll be, I don't know, a dozen or 15 people actually bring home money, which will be nice. Yeah, if anybody's got a problem with it, they can fucking go to hell. You're putting up yeah, all that money. Jesus. Like some like, problem you didn't reach out enough? Fuck that. That's crazy. One, yeah. every, anybody you pile with should know that meat's going on. Everybody who I talk to know the meat's going on. Different states, yeah. clients all over. They know fucking yeah. April. Find your yeah, family. I mean, it, it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be a good meet. Um, hopefully, I mean, the venue is like, I don't know, 20 or 30,000 square foot. So it's, it's big. And hopefully I remember going to the U S open, I don't know, five or six years ago, maybe the second one that they did. And they had that massive in convention center, San Diego, maybe. Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. And it looked, it looked, it looked, uh, it looked silly because there was the powerlifting. It was on one side and there was, you know, 15 vendors. Yeah, and then there was you know sixty thousand square foot of just open facility, and I hope hope we can get some vendors at least to commit and come down there and try to sell some shit. But man, I, not, I'd love to it come down there. Deal. I'd really, I mean, we're just we're gonna highlight and focus on the powerlifting side of it anyway. So is yeah. that is that cool spring meet. break down there too? Ain't it? What what is it? April what? No, no, it's April eighth, I think maybe the ninth. Whatever that weekend is, I'm pretty sure it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day is in April, isn't it? No, that's it East, That's amazing. It's Easter. I think it's Easter. No, that's not Easter, man. You don't know when Easter, Easter is. Come either? on. <laughs> falls on Easter I'm pretty Sunday. Sure it's a. It's a well, if it falls on Easter Sunday, you probably got a good deal in that venue then. <laughs> Let me see here. Hold on a sec. I'm pretty sure there's a holiday on that weekend. Huh. No, April what? 8th? 9th? Eight, oh yeah, that's eight. Easter Sunday, man. Yeah, it's Come on April. April ninth is the day. No, no, it's on April eighth. Oh, April eighth is the day before Easter, Easter weekend. Yeah, we'll have a. Everybody can go to church on Sunday on the beach. Yeah, you can have a little Easter egg hunt. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Put hundred dollar bills in there, and a bunch of powerlifters will be <laughs> fighting over Easter eggs on the beach. That'd be good. Yeah, a Dan just, Bell and a give man me a bone. chance to beat the shit out of Dan Bell. Right. Finally, <laughs> if I could find his neck, I could choke him. Huh? Did he make it through the hurricane? All right, I texted him, made sure he's, he's got okay. another one he's coming serious. tonight. I think, Tony. Yeah, that, there's another hurricane hitting serious. the coast, like a small one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, said. I, I think he, he said he was fine. He gave us an update last week, and he said the area because even his area got fucked up a little bit, but I don't think he even lost power. But it was just a lot of trees down, a lot of you know shit like that aftermath of the storm. So that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, that shit's scary. But I guess it comes with the territory of living on the coast or living in Florida, really in general. Yeah, yeah, they're used to it. Somewhat, yeah. you know what I mean. 
Yeah. So what's going on with the business? Just chipping away business at those is, uh, Christmas sales, or right, right the Christmas. Yeah, the sale, the sale went, the sale went well. Uh, I think we've caught up completely on the sales, so um, we're gonna make a bunch of people happy that are procrastinators like I am. People that are ordering, you know, now we should still probably get uh, custom stuff out by Christmas. Uh, our wholesalers are still strong. Um, it's man, I, I really do think the next six or eight months with our economy. Uh, I think everything is going to kind of slow. I don't know if you guys follow all that shit, but it's pretty depressing. But it kind of seems like the Fed is going to raise interest rates and try to demolish um, demand to try to drive the inflation down. Yep. And I, I don't know what that's gonna what that's gonna do to commodity items like powerlifting belts. I, honestly, I feel like fitness crowd is. They're strong in their beliefs, and they they support uh, you know people that they that they like and trust. Which we've you know by the you know grace of God or whatever we're uh, we're in those good graces with the community. So I, I think we're going to be fine, but I would sure not want to be a brand new business right now trying to get my foot in the door with the looming cloud of recession and you know some kind of scary times over the next six or eight months, maybe even longer. The economy is scary, so obviously we're kind of weathering the storm, um, starting to try to sock back some money and keep it, keep everything going through a crazy time. I mean, we're all living in it. It just affects everybody a little bit differently. Yeah, it's a, you know, kind of the same thing the Eat Man guys said, too. We had them on. Yeah, it's, I mean, right now it hasn't affected I mean, We've grown. I've, I've been, this will be, April will be my 10th maybe 11th anniversary of being uh, back at Pioneer. And we've grown anywhere between 20 and 40% every year. Holy shit. Um, so it's been crazy. And this year is going to be better than last year. Obviously last year, better than the year before and so on. Um, so I'm fully, I'm trying to mentally prepare and obviously monetarily and everything else prepare for a flat year or even a down year next year, which I don't know. I mean, mentally it'll, it'll be rough just because I've gotten pretty used to growth. Um, but I think sustainability right now is going to be, uh, extremely important for all businesses, but especially, you know, small businesses and, you know, niche markets like the fitness world. But, uh, it's, uh, I'm not smart enough to really talk much more than that about it, but I do, you know, I listen to people that are a lot smarter than I am and it, Everybody that I talk to seems like it's going to be pretty rough for everybody, hmm. uh, which is kind of a downer too. I feel like I'm kind of you've been a downer, man. Being, <laughs> being a downer tonight. Jesus, but, no, just being realistic. But, I think he needs a beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> but now we uh, here, everybody's done done well. We are we've we've given like four or five raises, I think, already this year to the entire crew. Now I did let a couple of people go, um, which I absolutely is the worst part of, of business. But um, there was kind of a slow period through the summertime, which there always is. Uh, but we've we've gotten extremely efficient in our processes out there. And, man, that business is on kind of autopilot right now. It's pretty it's pretty nice. I don't, I'm not near as stressed as, I've, as I was the last nine years. I've been able to take off a little bit. 
and do some things I've wanted to do, get some things done around the house. Now I have all these animals and all this crap. So um, now Pioneer is, has been has been doing well. I've been trying to I've been dabbling in real estate stuff, and that's been good up until the last couple months. The real estate market's kind of been shitty. No, he's uh, buying up all of Coleman, Texas too. Well, we've no, no, uh, not all of it. I had a place in Brownwood that I flipped and sold, and then I bought some uh, bought some land just right here by my house, and that's where we put all those animals. And we're gonna we're gonna build like a orchard slash like market Winery. farm thing where we're gonna. <laughs> No, nah, hell, I may grow some grapes and sell the winery, but we're not going to yeah. sell wine or anything. But no, there's typical small town shit. Not really much else to do other than keep yourself busy. So, how is it up in uh, Illinois, right? Oh, yeah. Same old uh, shit, you know. Yeah. 70 degrees today, 25 degrees tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew there was a cold front. We got like a 50 degree drop coming tomorrow night. Uh, oh, that's nice. Seventy-five is pretty good, though. Oh yeah, it's like 70, a fucking racket. Yeah, Seventy days, seventy-four tomorrow. And the next week, it's like a high of thirty-six. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a low of twenty-something tomorrow, I think. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, we're supposed to get into the freezing temperatures. I think this weekend it's supposed to hit us, and every time it starts to freeze, I start getting excited because it's hunting season. Uh, I think deer season yeah. started this last weekend while I was gone. But yep, same here. Yep. Duck season starts uh, Saturday, and I got my dog back from the trainer, and I'm ready to go uh, shoot some ducks. My favorite time of the year starts on Saturday. Man. Since the damn Nebraska Cornhuskers suck for the 20th, 22nd year in a row. Something I'm like that. Why in the Sick hell are you a fucking Nebraska fan? Yeah, You're come down on, in the dude. middle of Texas. Man, the I was best born up there. You were I was born, born up there. Nebraska. My whole, yeah, I was born in Nebraska. Uh, my whole family was born in Nebraska. We moved. We moved to Texas when I was real young, but uh, we would go back up there every year. Uh, we went to all sorts of Nebraska games when I was younger, and I just, I just stayed a fan through twenty years. Well, of yeah, shit. in the in the nineties, they were pretty good. You know, they haven't been. Worth that was when I was growing up. So yeah. I was, you know, I was nine or ten years old. Yeah, and they were winning national championships. So I guess you know, an impressionable age and right. Um, now it's just been a heartache every year, but, uh, we go up there at least once a year. I've taken the twins up there. I took Harrison up there this year to watch, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska play, which was awful, but, um, no, it's, it's just one of those things that stuck with me. Yeah. My, my senior year of high school, I had a high school ID, still have it. It's hanging up in my dad's house in the garage in the old gym there. And it was, uh. That summer we went to through Nebraska and I had a corn head. It's like a like a yeah. cheese head, but it was made uh-huh. out of corn and I and I wore it in a picture for my ID and I slipped it in the picture. So it was my my high school ID had me with a corn hat on from Nebraska. It's the only time I was ever in Nebraska. They still wear those things at those football games. Yeah, that was night or two thousand. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty good. I think right through there, that was that was back with the uh, and Sue and some of those uh, big name. Levante David, I think, is still pretty damn good in the NFL too. That was right there back when he was he was there, I think. Yeah, college football. No, is that's good. not true. No, I mean Nebraska I sucks. They got beat by Illinois, but college football yeah. itself has been really good to watch. Like Tennessee and you know a lot of those SEC teams. Then you got Michigan and Ohio State. I know Tom's a huge college football fan. I'm more NFL personally, but <laughs> or whatever. I you know NFL other than 
fantasy football. I really, I don't, I really don't watch TV. I don't really watch sports anymore. I, I'll watch the I'll watch March Madness and basketball just because basketball was my first love. Um, I, I love the was. game. No, I was better at golf, so I stuck with golf through my life. But basketball was my passion growing up through high school. I was all state junior and senior year and but i was better at golf and yeah well we play small i mean we're we're 2a which i don't know what that would translate to up up there how many classes you guys have there like 10 so k through 12 we have like 320 kids or something so it's you know our town i think we have 4300 people here 4400 you had a a high school basketball team like the movie hoosiers in we had yeah yeah it was, I mean, I, I don't want to downplay it because, I mean, I felt like it was a fairly large culture for a small, oh, yeah. you know, I was like 5'10", 150 pounds, but right. I just had a good feel for the game. It was something my dad was super passionate about. He was a good player when he was younger, played in college. And, um, but, yeah, no, I, basketball, I watched March Madness, football, uh, I watched the Cornhuskers and anything else. And then the NFL, I, I watched just because of fantasy football and everybody in our church group is in it so i uh we we have like watch parties on sunday and watch the red zone or whatever it is on direct tv and i stay up with nfl more when you have those out of that when you have those watch parties what are you drinking a lot of beer and stuff or it's a bunch of church guys so no not really i just kind of shoot the shit and and watch football really just kind of get away from the wives i think what are you guys drinking what are you eating stuff or just what's going on uh, a couple of the guys, I mean, they'll bring beers in here. I mean, it's not, it's nothing major, but I have this, uh, I bought a, like a golf simulator where you can hit balls into oh, it and God. play and play golf, yeah. but it also, it doubles as a, like a big, like a huge TV. Huh. It's just a project, a projector deal. So we watch it on a big screen. No, it's uh it's pretty low key. Really just kind of sit around and talk and it's getting pretty wild watch. down there in Coleman, Texas. Oh, pretty wild, let me tell you. <laughs> no, there's uh, pretty damn quiet around here, man. Like I said, everybody just kind of stays busy and knows the grindstone. I mean, it's just small-town life, I think, really. You're either, you're either staying busy or you're doing drugs, and there's a whole bunch of those people. But you yeah, it really seems like down south there's people. a lot of fucking drugs, like a lot of meth and stuff. Down, down like so, even really, southern Illinois, I mean, Tennessee, Texas. Man, I think I mean it's probably a problem everywhere, right? But yeah. at least at least half of our community is decimated with meth and, yeah. po- and poverty. Yeah, because my in-laws live down in Tennessee. It's the same way. Yeah, well, I think it's. I mean, you can, I think pretty sure you can, you know, make that shit and with the chemicals underneath your kitchen sink. So it's uh, fairly inexpensive, and I, I mean, I've I've never done it, so I don't. Know I got what a feeling like, that but, fucking leather shops. Just like that, was that show called Breaking Bad? It dubs underneath the ground. There's a fucking meth factory under there. That's where all the money's coming from. I gotta wash got this. To edit, <laughs> Let's do a meat. To edit this out. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, get, we gotta get rid of a hundred grand. Let's do a meat real quick. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, I think we've gotten to the bottom of it, Callus. <laughs> Keeps doubling the business every year. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't come snooping around. Yeah, right. Just leave us alone. Out in the middle of nowhere. We're, we're small quiet, town. People are nosing the grindstone. Quiet. Yeah. And we're, then, not, we're not drinking. Yeah, we're not drinking. Nothing's we're going just on. Making belts. Yeah. We're doing it faster. 
Yep. All my employees are jacked up right now. <laughs> yeah, they never go to bed. <laughs> Got all the Christmas orders done in two the- days. <laughs> how we've gotten so efficient yeah that's good that's a well, good you guys business have, model you guys have gotten more efficient you're just buying auto, more automation stuff Machines. for your belts or what like i feel like it, no. it was like eight to ten weeks and now it's like i can order a belt in like three weeks it's here it's like so i think half a lot honestly i i've been thinking about this for quite a bit and i really do think it's consumer buying habits that have changed i think well i i mean i know just from analytics and running reports that uh a lot of people are buying stock belts now, which they're a little bit, they're a little bit less expensive. You know, you get them faster and we, and we can, and we can make those much faster. Right. So if most people are, are ordering stock belts, you know, we make several hundred of those a week and we'll sell, you know, 50 or 60 a day. So, you know, we can, we can make several hundred one week and that'll last us three weeks or so, maybe four weeks worth of sales and then we can focus on or on custom orders. So I think most people have just, instead of buying the crazy expensive, super custom stuff, they've settled. I don't know if they've settled or uh, some of our custom belts are actually, or our stock belts are pretty damn cool. So they're just going with the stock belts because it's cheaper and you get it faster, which I think in our generation, especially, you know, a little bit younger, you get to your 18 to 25 year olds, you know, they don't want to wait eight weeks and I, and I don't blame them. Like when I go shopping online, I don't want to fucking wait for three months for anything. Right. Um, so, you know, you find something that you like, uh, you know, the quality of the stock belt and the build process and the materials, it's all the same. You're just not getting your name on it. Um, so it's kind of a win-win. I mean, everybody's getting the, getting a belt faster. Um, you know, sales haven't dropped. So I think everybody's happy. It's just something that, for several months there, um, the last several months, actually, it's been, I've been racking my brain like, how the hell are we so caught up? But we're not, you know, our, our you know, money and, and orders have not slowed down. And I, and I finally kind of put two and two together, and it's the increase of sales and the stock belts that we can make so much faster than we can custom belts. Right. Yeah. Now, now how, when you first started when it, when I we first met you guys was what like eight years ago whatever it was when you guys kind of started coming out mm-hmm. how how much bigger has that, that company's like how many people did you have just you working there two people three people so when I first started one machine or uh, something? when I first started 10 years ago it was my parents yeah myself we had two people uh in the production area making belts and we had three people in the sewing room. Uh, that's back when we had like a therapy company. So they were making a bunch of, um, there was just sewing like bags and these little covers for these foam blocks. But, uh, so we had three sewers, two belt makers, which is what five. And then my parents and I, so there's eight of us. And, uh, I think the most we've gotten to over the last year or so, I think we had like 44 at one time. It's like half the town. <laughs> yeah. We were, and we probably still are. We're probably outside of the school, the city, and the hospital. Right. We're probably the largest employer in town. That's awesome. Which is, yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, and then we've, we added 5,000 square feet and we added, you know, another, well, two other presses and another splitter and two other sewing machines and 
four glue machines and dye machines and all sorts of other machines that we that we uh, utilize instead of using, which, you know, I don't know if it really takes away from the hand built stuff. Like these glue machines, instead of using a a fucking paintbrush, you just run it through these machines and it gets glue evenly all the way throughout, you know, the piece of leather. So, I mean, it's not like it's really taken away from anything as far as handmade, uh, but it sure does increase uh, efficiency. So now, you know, we, yeah, go ahead. Uh, as I said, we've changed the process and, and build uh, process probably. We haven't changed it in several years now, but uh, through my exploratory period of like the first four or five years trying to figure out how to scale, I changed the process six or seven times probably on how we made belts, certain, you know, different glues or, or uh, uh, different, you know, when I say process, you know, it usually goes to, you know, cutting, splitting, gluing, suading, stitching pressing punching holes like we would flip-flop those and try to figure out like in the space that we had to make sure that it was kind of going in a straight line like an assembly line um you know we've had to move around these machines to try to make it more efficient and we finally have it to where it's manageable um well it's way manageable with with less people so um business-wise it made sense uh cutting employment was not something that I'm proud of, but it's something that I think was necessary for the company. So it's just kind of comes with the territory. Uh, shittiest feeling in the world is firing somebody, especially uh, when COVID rolled around, which I don't think we've we've done one of these podcasts since COVID. Um, COVID rolled around, dude, and everything like got flipped upside down. Yeah, I ended up like per, not permanently, but temporarily laying off like 15 people in one day. And that'll still, hopefully that'll be the last time I ever have to do that. Like that was the worst day, probably for sure of my professional career. And, and it, and it wore on me pretty damn good. I'm glad I was able to bring all of them back. Plus some uh, within a few weeks. Cause you know, right when, when COVID hit and they decided they were going to shut down the economy. Right. Um, dude, we thought we were, you know, we thought everybody was just done. Like the world was yeah. going crazy. And, um, you know, I think that day, like we, we usually, you know, we can, we average, 100 to 200 orders a day right i mean it's not like that's not a crazy amount but it went to like two orders it was like a Ooh. i don't know it was a random like wednesday or thursday in march of 2020 and it <laughs> went down to like fuck. two orders and they were like you know we usually average like three or four thousand people on the website every day and there was like 30 or 40 went to the website we're like oh shit so like we went you know full ass panic mode you know the next day i I laid all these people off and everything like just kind of went crazy. And then, um, and it just kind of roared back. Like it was, it was really weird. Like they shut everything down and screwed everything up. And then it came back stronger than ever. To yeah. Finish out 2020. I think it was great for online businesses. I mean, it didn't really hurt them as, as bad, you know? No, it was, it was wild. Cause like, like I said, that, that, that one day that everything just kind of just went yeah. dark Right. It was super scary, and then oh, God. within a, you know you know within two weeks everything was back, and then like plus some. Yeah, um, we and had then that, started running the Arnold good. shut down. That that well, that yep. was the first major thing it shut down, and we had tons of inventory, been making it for months prepping for it, and then all of a sudden we get a call: sure. Hey, the Arnold's fucking canceled, and we're sitting on tons of money. You know, but, yeah, you guys got screwed out of that deal too. I remember hearing stories about like they were did they they didn't refund money or we, I didn't get didn't, money back for like a year and a half. Did they 
ended up finally giving it back, though? They ended up giving it back. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Karen deals with all that stuff. You know? <laughs> don't ask for I don't, I don't about, about much, but I know. Things. He's very foggy. We we had yeah. – I mean, the sale was great. We made a, a, the same amount of money as we would have went to the Arnold. I mean, we got, yeah. we got rid of the inventory. Everything was good. But it just uh, – I mean, it wasn't the same. Like, we get new people. You meet new people at the Arnold. You get new sales. You get all that. That's the only thing Absolutely. you can experience, but – yeah, that, I remember hearing stories about that, oh, and God, I, I thought, bitch. man, that was a, yeah, that was a, that was tough because I know a lot of those, a lot of those vendors are small businesses, and they do pour a bunch of oh yeah effort and and you know make a lot of money into, there. Yeah, they make that's their biggest sale of the year. You know, make the most I remember money the that, guys, that weekend. Oh, I'm pretty sure his name is Nick. Live, Live large. large guy. Yeah, that's what he said. He yeah, makes all of his money there. Yeah, he said, I mean, it's like, I don't know. He said something crazy like. Fifty or sixty percent of his annual sales was that week. Yeah, I remember that, he told me that week. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, just I, I felt so bad for yeah, we a ended, lot of people through there. Yeah, we ended up building the just made our own thing in my garage. I remember and just acting like we we're at the Arnold. It was in the garage. Made the <laughs> booth, set up everything, and just tried yeah. to sell going live and shit like that. But yeah, huh. it was uh, it was wild, man. That's the last two years has been well. I mean, honestly, you guys are not. I mean, Callus, you're younger than I am, I think, right? Tom, you're, I, I believe, or Huck, I believe you're a little so. bit older than me. Yeah. yeah I think you're in the like, middle of we've thing. lived pretty much our entire adult life through, like, major fucking events, and it's getting pretty old. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real <laughs> weird time the last couple of years. It's been <laughs> fucked up, man. Yeah. But, uh, I would, some stability and some normalcy would be, would be nice, shit. but, uh, it sure doesn't seem like that's coming anytime soon, which sucks. But yeah, you we'll just got to keep on I'm keeping sure. on, man. Just keep on going. Right. Yeah, but see, it, it doesn't. Right. But it doesn't matter. Because look, look, you just proved it. It doesn't matter what goes on, Matt. Every, oh, I know. Things went I, to shit, and you keep growing. Yeah. Things go to shit, things well, keep growing. Think, like it that's is. Just, it's, 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 it defines the type of person you are. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's, hell or I mean, high I water, you're going to do what you do. Got to. I feel you know super super blessed to be able to be unscathed because you, you know, you heard all the stories of all the people that lost their jobs, restaurants, oh, yeah. tra- yep. you know, travel industry got killed. Oh, yeah. And I, and yeah, that was one thing I thought about in Cabo last week is all, oh, man, there was so many, so many new resorts and so many of these, uh, you know, workers building condos and houses and, you know, and resorts. And now I was thinking, Dude, I bet two years ago this place was a ghost town. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, just crazy how much it it killed everything from all over the world. Um, but no, I mean we we I feel blessed because you know we didn't struggle so much through that period, and I know there were so many people that did. And you know, and honestly, it's weird because you kind of feel guilty. Like, man, I should have I should have struggled too, and and we didn't. And you know, that kind of bleeding heart, you know, don't feel, uh, oh, what is that? Imposter syndrome or something like you don't feel worthy for some of the shit that you have in your life. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've, I deal with that shit every once in a while. Like, man, there's no reason why I should be sitting in a golf simulator room. Like I <laughs> didn't oh, do anything man. special. And then you can, you can kind of justify it and go back, man. I worked, I worked my ass off in those first five, six, seven years out there. And I've, I right. still work. Right. I, I, work. I feel like I should be living it. in a van down by the river somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's why I figured I'd end up, which I could still end up there, ex- you know, who knows. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I'm in the exact same way. Like there's no reason for us to 
have any money in the bank. Like it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel real almost, but, um, no, I, it's crazy. You get a little bit older and you start to realize how lucky you are for the things that you have start, you know, kind of appreciating some of those things. Yeah. You sit down and have a couple beers and just be like, yeah, man, this is great. Yeah. And I, you know, when you're younger, you don't ever think about that shit. And right. you know, you get, you especially start throwing kids in there and you're like, dude, oh, yeah. these kids, my kids now, they're going to be, I, I, I'm going to have a hurdle. All of us will have hurdles in front of us to like ground our kids. Like my, we were down there in Cabo at this super nice resort. And my wife was like, we need to bring the kids here. And I, and I, automatically I was like, no, they have to experience like run of the mill hotels and run of the mill, you know, shit that we experienced when we were kids. Cause you can't bring them to these super nice places I mean, I don't know. This is one of those things. Well, like, I feel the same way. Those super, like, I, I, they, they can't appreciate the good if they don't yeah. experience the My bad. dad wouldn't even let me sleep in air conditioning. He said it'd make me into a pussy. <laughs> I couldn't even, I didn't even sleep in air conditioning when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, and I do and I do agree with what I said. I mean, I do think that you have to experience bad to be able to appreciate good. But at the same time, like, in the same breath, I was like, well, you know, if they experience the good, maybe they'll have the hunger to continue to experience the good. So, I mean, I think there's kind of a... That's pretty deep. There is, Guy must be smoking yeah. weed or something in there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, but I have. I'm not. And, and a lot of a lot of these, uh, a lot of my deep thoughts have come from when I was high, but no, I, I do think that I... Deep thoughts. That if you, if you experience the good, you have a drive to continue experiencing the good. You know what I mean? Like, those people that are... are millionaires and they lose it all and they become millionaires again because they you know, grew accustomed to that lifestyle and they liked that lifestyle and they want that lifestyle. They'll figure out ways to get back to that lifestyle. So I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I guess you could probably do a report and, you know, do some sort of uh, journalistic uh, investigation or whatever you would call it. Like do kids that come from, you know, upper echelon families, do they become millionaires as well or whatever? Or do they become shithead poor fuckers? Like I would have to assume that they would follow their parents' path and oh. and continue to be wealthy, right? Because I, they look at some of those celebrity ones. You know, they don't really turn out too good. A lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about like That's uber rich like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about blue collar, yeah. you know, kind of made made it type people. Right. Um, now I'm, you know, you can't shower your kids and let them, you know, feel entitled to anything because they're obviously it's not that's just not life no no see my um, kids don't get I air think... conditioning or heat <laughs> there yeah. you go just like i did you know <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be tough for god's sakes it's bullshit yeah you live in no, the barn I, I i honestly i mean i've made my kids you know and I, I i do things that are some people i think on the outside looking in would you know would think they you know i was being mean to them you know when i discipline them it's you know, they get spankings, they get, you know, they have to run laps, they have to do burpees, they have to do wall sits and jump, you know, jump squats, and all sorts of different things. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but I, I try to make them super uncomfortable and I try to make those kids realize that life is hard, uh, through whatever ways that I can come up with really. But man, I think those kids and y'all's kids, you know, they're going to grow up in a pretty, pretty weird time too. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and they can't, you know, there's no safe space in adulthood. Nope. Like, nope. 
No, yeah. So there's no yeah safe space. I love that. I'm going yeah. to my safe space now, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's just it's just not a, it's just not a thing. So you know, cultivating that that weakness, I think, in our children is gonna just bring them to a really really hard adult life. Yeah, here's your safe space. Go to the gym. Start working out. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad safe space. That's not a bad spot to put them because I think. I think there's a, you know, you can, you can find triumph through your struggles in the gym. I mean, you can see it in the mirror, you can feel it. Um, powerlifting is pretty damn cool when you think of it in that, in that nature. Not only just manly, masculine, you know, type, you know, just being strong, but there's, there's some psychological shit that goes on. I think you get stronger. Um, you get better in a lot of facets of your life. Well, that's how I get rid of my brain fog. Usually I'm out in that gym pounding away. It's like tonight. I get get rid of that brain fog so I can do this podcast. It's, I mean, you're probably trying to be funny, but it's probably fucking true, you know? No, it is. Like, it, it, Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, it releases endorphins and all sorts of physiological things that uh, that keep you sharp. I mean, you're a pretty sharp guy. Yeah, I train every single day. I trained today before I came here. Race to get here to get on this Let's Get Stupid podcast with Matt Haydone from Pioneer Fit. Now, Matt, how how have you you've grown your company so big in the last five or six years or whatever it's been? Now, how how have you marketed yourself the most? Like the way I market my company is just you know, mostly through me and shit like that. And email is big. I, you know, it's been real big, and you know, obviously social media and email. But has there been, I don't know, what's your biggest way you market like your brand? Social media, man. It's really just. I, I really do think you know, social media is an expedited process of word of mouth, right? A word of mouth before social media was like you had to go tell somebody, like, hey, you need to go buy a belt from these this company, oh, and yeah. you know, business cards and that kind of stuff, which you're all kind of dinosaurs now, but social media by far is the most powerful tool that we have. Um, I don't do email marketing other than, uh, you know, right when a sale starts, which we only run two sales a year. So we'll, we'll do an email blast uh, just to let everybody know that the sale is live. Um, you know, we just recently, uh, I think I put like 200 bucks. I gave to my, uh, my sister, which does a bunch of email or not email, uh, SEO, search engine, search engine optimization, and Google ads, and that kind of stuff. I think we just now, just literally within the last two months, started spending money on Google ads um, just to try to get new eyeballs uh, on the company. But uh, there really hasn't been, like, if somebody were to come in and be like, oh, your marketing strategy is fucking brilliant. I'm like, well, dude, not really, because I had zero thought in any of it. I literally yeah. had no clue what I was doing. Um you know, I think starting out, you know, trying to reach out to people that were uh, influential, I think probably is the right word, uh, in social media at that time and getting on board and, and being, you know, friends and, you know, giving out some free product and stuff like that uh, really did help with exposure and then exposure kind of really did equate into dollars. Uh, so the bigger our Instagram account got, you know, the more followers we got, you know, TikTok kind of blew up uh, somewhat recently. I, don't know, I mean, I probably haven't even posted a hundred times on TikTok and we've got 40 some odd thousand followers, which I don't even know how that happened. 
Um, we had one, I think one video of the pal lever that had like 3 million views or in like 60,000 likes or something like that or something crazy. Um, and we, we ended up getting like 20,000 new followers out of that. <laughs> and then Sparkle Ducks. And I, I guess, you know, I, I would assume maybe the younger, the younger crowd likes the TikTok more than Instagram. So, you know, we've got a lot of girls uh, that have pretty large followings there with sparkle belts. So we sell oh, yeah. a shitload of those sparkle belts now. Yeah. Um, and I think that's directly correlated with TikTok. So, yeah, it's awesome how all that is free, too. It's, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. And you can shake yeah, like a fucking million hands uh, on one post. You know? It is it is incredible. It's incredibly powerful. Like I've you know businesses here in town, uh, any business you know our our small old town. I was going to use it for an example. Like we have we have small businesses that, you know, just a winery for example. Like our winery, it's won like bukus of world awards. Like this, it's actually pretty wild to even to even say that. But you ain't down these, there drinking these, that wine, are you? No, okay, no. Good, but good. they they sure. that counts. It's at all. a super. Uh, it's a super upscale place. Like these people travel from the big cities, Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth, huh. uh, Houston. They come up here to Coleman to drink this wine and they don't have an Instagram account. And I'm like, don't Jeez. you guys sell online? Yeah, we sell online. Like, Social like it's almost, huge. it's almost like, I want to say like, dude, you're so stupid for not having social media. Like it's, it's easy. Like if I can do it, anybody can do it type yeah. thing. It's free. Yes. And it's, it's the best advertisement there is. And if you can somehow get some exposure, man, you've got it made. Like you, you literally have an outlet to show new products, to show new yeah. processes, to show all showcase anything you want to showcase that right. you know can drive sales. So business-wise, uh, you know, if there's anybody that listens to this thing that is planning on starting a business, you damn sure better have a social media account at least started because that was. We were three years into business before I ever got into social media, which Instagram was super new. TikTok wasn't around. Yeah. I think like Vine, I think maybe Vine, Vine yeah, was Vine. around, yeah, I never, never, never. Um, which I never was on it. Uh, Facebook was the only thing. And, I, you know, Facebook is still a thing, but it's, I think it's kind of getting phased out until, until the metaverse picks up. And then that'll be a, that'll be a wild one to try to learn. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell that is. Well, you need to start looking into it because I think it's the future, man. For real? For real. Virtual reality. Yeah, man. That's going to be bad. <laughs> that's going to be It's real wild. Bad. It's, Dude, the, I don't the want metaverse virtual, I want reality. I don't want virtual reality. I think everybody's going to well, be just stuck in a chair then. Dude, it's what it's going to be like. It's going to be like that old Disney movie called Wally. Like, it's yep, literally. 100%. You're gonna, like, well, what we can do here, Huck, is like we just all put on our virtual reality. It, um, helmets, glasses. I guess, glasses, whatever, yeah. whatever they are. And I could be sitting on my couch here. You could have, you know, stayed at your house, and Kalis could have stayed at his house. We would have all been like literally sitting in the same room in virtual reality. Yeah, but would I be there? Like my my face? Would be there? The yeah, the crazy. Well, you'd have an avatar. I don't think it's faces yet, but I think in the future you'll have faces. But uh, like awesome. that's how they're doing. That's how they're doing like business meetings now at, at yeah, Facebook. I did hear something like that. Uh, it, it's just, it's just an elevated version of a, like a zoom call or, yeah. or some sort of, you know, conversation, but dude, virtual reality is pretty wild. If you've never had one of those helmets on, like the first time I did it, I was in a, like a bar fight. Like there was a, like an app what, or a game that you could do. 
Dude, and you're, you're ducking and dodging, like trying to get out of the way of people throwing beer bottles and shit. It's like you're, it like tricks your brain into thinking it's real. Jesus. And so I really do think, and you can go to the grocery store, like it's like you're, it's all hooked up to a computer. Did you go, right? to, a so you can did go, you go to the strip club? <laughs> I think, dude, I guarantee you, there's already like sex <laughs> things. Like there you has, probably has to be. that's you, uh, the first thing they do. Yes, yeah, probably no most money in that, you know. <sighs> yeah, there's no doubt. I'm gonna go to the grocery store, then I'm headed to the strip joint. I've had a rough day. <laughs> yeah, Virtual all reality. while sitting, all while sitting right there on your couch. And, and you, and the crazy thing is, on the metaverse, like you go grocery shopping, you walk down the aisles, like you have to like create a space where you don't like trip or Safe hit space. your head on a mirror, but. uh like you walk down the aisles, you pick up a box of Cheerios, put it in your cart. But do you have that cart? Like, is it at your house then too, or is it just fake? It's fake, but you're but but it's but it's real in the metaverse. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to to explain, <laughs> but it's. It, I really do think that like social media is going to be a thing of the past. Like, did you hear about like uh, Snoop Dogg threw a New Year's Eve party at his? mansion on the metaverse and he was charging like five thousand dollars like actual money uh to come party at his virtual reality house huh. dude and he made you know, he made all sorts of money Man. this is back when nfts was big like i i really do think well, that yeah. our children our children are going to be enthralled in in uh virtual reality in, stuff yeah. yeah i believe that too i think it's gonna everything will evolve you know yeah. Well, I mean, if you could do business and, and interact and uh, without having to go out in public, which, I mean, you and, and Cal, I mean, I don't know if you guys are comfortable, like, going, talking face-to-face with people, random people at the grocery stores and shit like that, but a lot of people are uncomfortable uh, doing that, especially younger people. No. Because uh, all... You know, communication has all been done through text message and through yeah, you know, it's a big problem. social media now. I know. I'm, I'm always problem. a guy that usually calls like an old man, right? Everybody texts. Yeah. I like talking on the phone. Yeah, me and Finn like never yeah. text. Yeah, I've never texted. I talk on the phone. I say I talk to people at the grocery anywhere I'm at. You know, I'm yeah. a people person. So, I love talking to people. I tr- I I think that that breed is declining like crazy. Yeah, you're weird. Um, you're weird. Why is he calling me? Why can't you text me? Yeah. This is fucking weird. Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what it is. Just shoot a yeah. text. Right. Yeah, there's levels of personal, right? And you shoot an email if you really don't really necessarily want to talk to him. And you shoot a text if you, you know, kind of need to talk to him. Your phone call is, like, super important. Well, I suck at writing, so I'd rather talk to somebody in person, you know? Like, if I yeah. got something I want to talk to you, I wouldn't text you either. I, if I need to get something across, I can't write a fucking paragraph out. Yeah. You know, that's a no, lot of I words, get it. dude. I get it, but I think I think your eighteen-year-olds are. Yeah. It would be, yeah. They just they'd they'd much rather just buy on Amazon and get that shit instead of going into a store and talking to, you know, the GNC employee that uh, may or may not know what the fuck they're talking about. They'd rather oh, just go online. I love going find to the some store. Re- find some reviews and buy that shit. Yeah, I don't get to go to the store much. I went to the store the other day. I went to a Walmart to get something, and I'm gonna stay in there forever. Yeah. <laughs> there are all kinds of stuff in there, man. Shit, I ain't been to the store. The only you're time like, I usually like go to Tom the store Hanks is Christmas. Is big. Yeah. Look at all the stuff. I was going nuts. I'm looking at everything. I wanted to buy everything in there. Man. Even just looking at the deodorants was awesome. Look at all the flavors. There's every all kinds of them. I've seen I was just looking for the old brute, you know, the circle can. I couldn't I find that. 
Oh, but fuck. Yeah, no, I was. That's fun going to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you see it everywhere. Like I was at Chipotle line today. I'm like, and I was whenever I go in public, I put my phone away because I just think it's good to be aware of what the fuck oh, is yeah. going on. Get sure. And then I'm always looking back. around, like you know, people are staring. Head down. At, yeah, two people at a table just staring at their phones. Yeah. Everybody in lines get their phone out. Yeah. Nobody's saying one word. That was a nice thing when I went to the Joe Rogan comedy show. You had to put your fucking phone in a bag. You couldn't access it unless you left. Yeah. And everybody talked to everybody. Like holy shit, yeah. fucking conversations. Holy yeah. shit, you look. You, you met somebody new. I, it, like I like that when like I went fucking, to like uh, Tennessee. My mother-in-law's. They live out in the boonies. You don't have cell service, so I right. go out there and I couldn't be on my phone for like it, unless I went into town or something. So I, you know, it's a problem when you notice when people don't have their phones. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just like that Joe Rogan thing. Like I bet that was, I bet that was a cool ass experience. Oh yeah. god, it's like refreshing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I love, well, I say I love it. Like I've gotten to the point and I, I don't know if you guys are this way too, but like, if you lose your phone, like you're, you're in a fucking full ass panic. Oh yeah. Cause everything's like, on oh, there. Your whole life's man, on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my business is on there. Yeah. All my fucking contacts are on there. Like, Money, everything. My wallet, yeah, everything's my wallet on there. and my phone. And if I, if I lose one of those things, like it's, yep. I, I can't do anything until it's down. My Pioneer Fit wallet, I still have it. The alligator yep. skin one, that's one I still use every day. Yep. Nice. I've had that for got, a few yeah, years now. I got mine probably four years ago. Four years ago. Five, I think I got me and my brothers, all of them. We all got one. And yeah, I've had it ever since. Same with me. That's the same one I use yeah. to this day. Yeah, front, as a, I don't know. It's called a front pocket wallet. It folds. Yeah. With a little clip. Single fold, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, front pocket. I like the front pocket. It goes in my fanny pack, uh, of course, but because right. I'm an adult. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, no, I love those wallets. No, I, uh, I, I was down in Mexico. We went to like their little town square. They had it was called the Art Walk, where there was a bunch of local artists that came out and what are you drinking set down up there? Booths. What are you doing? Uh, I wasn't. I was just going down there to check it out. Uh, but no, they you know I had a bunch of like little crafts. You know what I'm talking about, like a little yeah. market type deal. Yeah. And dude, I and I don't know for whatever reason this is probably my sheltered life or um I I just I didn't I don't know I, it was surprising it was surprising to me to see everybody there on their phones too like even worse in mexico in america and yeah that, that's exactly what i thought i was like what the fuck i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't think they had phones down, down there phone. <laughs> i guess I mean, same here no yeah and, and that like i said that's that was my perspective like i thought for whatever reason like their culture wasn't the same as our culture yeah, I would so think they, the they, they wouldn't they wouldn't have their phones like we had our phones yeah but it may have been worse that everybody was on their phone down there and it was uh, it was pretty surreal, and I just it's man, think about the panic if if our you know I mean honestly when Instagram like has a bug and everybody's oh, yeah. like oh shoot I can't get in my Instagram everybody freaks out oh I know it um, bad yep. but yeah. dude think about it when you're like you're like when if the internet goes out like everywhere like how crazy the world would be if something so small internet sales but, would go down <laughs> yeah big time so <laughs> so powerful yeah that we've we've literally built our lives around the internet and yeah that's i built my you built yours around the internet i built mine pretty much around the internet as well it's crazy there was an internet when we were born and now like that's it is the internet's everything man yep it is it literally literally runs and it just keeps nearly every facet more and more and more it's just going to keep getting that way everything else is like there's more people look at their phones than they do tv anything the phone is everything 
yeah. No doubt. And even if even if it is a TV, you know, most people are having they have smart TVs now that yep. are on the internet. They're watching Netflix and yeah, you know, Prime or Hulu or whatever. Like it's it's pretty wild, and um, that's why I think that evolution, you know, the metaverse thing, yeah. it's going to be internet, but it's going to be interactive, and I think that's uh, that's going to be the next thing. And I don't know how to capitalize on that, but if you're a business mind, oh, I'm sure. that would be we'll something. Learn how to. Yeah, you have to. Right. Adapt or die, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. What are you doing tonight? You got big plans tonight? Brother, if I wasn't on the phone with you guys, my ass would be asleep right now. That's what we like to hear. We like to keep people up. Yes. <laughs> I know. I got an well, hour I, drive I, home still. <laughs> And Tom's been trying to, Cal's been trying to get me on this podcast for I know. several weeks, and I'm like, man, I can't do it. It's Wednesday. This guy's a big yeah, shot. He's big shotting us. That's what I told him. Yep. Are you um, kidding I'm me glad another week? We got, I'm glad we got uh, on tonight because basketball season starts. I got practice every Monday. Oh, wait, you're an old man and league? Listen listen to, no, uh, Coach of Little Dribblers, oh, the, the okay. Twins. <laughs> so I've got, on Mondays and Thursdays, I've practiced. Uh, uh, Tuesday, we have uh, practice. The kids, this is this is y'all make fun of this. Uh, I, I have a, I have a reason for this. But all my kids go to gymnastics, and the only reason I do this, my all my boys is body mechanics, and I think it's super important for them to be able to kind of, you know, have a little bit of better understanding how their body moves, and Man. it's good for them. But all, all anyways, my, all my daughters are in gymnastics, yeah. so I'm with you. Well, you don't have boys. I, I mean. I had yeah. I was my daughter's studs. Gym, boys, boy so. gymnasts are studs. My, are you kidding me? My Dude, they really are. They're and, fucking and insane like, athletes. And, oh, they Jesus. really are, and that's 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 not necessarily why I'm putting them in there. But I'm putting athletes. them in there because I think. When's the last time you met a good gymnast? that was a football player. <laughs> okay. When's the last time you met a good gymnast? that was a baseball player. Or a From an athletic player. standpoint, like I could do anything. Give me a, a good gymnast that was a football, baseball, or basketball player. Major three sports. Why, why, why is it? Why is it? Why is a reference football, baseball, basketball? Because those are the sports. That's probably why he's getting his kids in it. Think they're going to be gymnasts their whole life? They might be. He said he's just getting it to get his their body mechanics better. Yeah, Four I sports think movement. That, that's that is why I'm doing it. Um, now Man. I do. I I'm not taking anything away from a male gymnasts because some of those guys are freaking. Crazy oh, they are. The, I agree. They're, yeah. they're especially yeah. their upper bodies are real strong. Those guys in the rings and all that other stuff. Vince Vaughn. That's yeah. that's hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do that on Tuesdays. Wednesdays we have church. Thursdays practice, and Fridays is literally the only day that we have that we don't have a whole bunch of running around to do in the afternoon. So uh, the schedule has been pretty tight and getting worse for every animal my wife buys. So. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to get on. Oh yeah, no, we're good to get. We like having you on. We haven't had you on since pre-pandemic. I know it's been right? a while. I guess Tom and Dan came down in. Man, that was 2020, wasn't it, Callis? The first uh, open here in Coleman. Yeah. Oh man, is that fight February, yeah. January? No, it would have been September. It was September 11th. No, that was September 11th last year. Um, was it 2019? It was, it was in maybe August. No, it was 2020. It was July of 2020 because I think it was like the first meet that everybody was like, everybody was like, it's in Coleman. Nobody gives a oh, shit about yeah, COVID. Oh, yeah, that's right. Coleman. Yeah, we're like, yeah, they haven't even heard <laughs> it of it. Like yeah, it was like the yet. first event since COVID hit. Yep. And it was super. I remember that because it, it was like, 
it was a breath of fresh air because it felt normal yeah. again. Yep. Right. And then I'm pretty sure after that meet, like I got COVID and there was like 12 <laughs> or 12 to 15 people that I knew of got COVID from <laughs> probably from that meet, but it was, it was still nice. I mean, it was like 400 people in that kind of that small space and it, it felt, it felt good to uh, yeah. have that thing. Yeah, that was but fun. that was the last time I was on here. Jesus. Yeah. Well, what are you doing next week? <laughs> we're going to need a guest, and we're thinking about having you on. We're having, well, thinking about having well, a I'm weekly just... guest. All right. I'm business in. angle. We need something, you know. We can talk about the business, how you're growing your business. People need to know that kind of stuff. It is important. We can talk. We can talk business. We don't necessarily yeah. have to talk my business. I enjoy business. The business aspect there's certain things that I love about business. Accounting is not one of those things, but everything else well, yeah. pretty passionate about. And the older I get, the more passionate about it yeah. I am. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Well, I love creating shit, whatever. Like, yeah, dumb, I like, well, I'm dumb, you know, and I love creating dumb shit that people like. It's, it's awesome to see something I thought of and then people love it. Like I had a shirt oh, that's going live tomorrow. I posted it before we came on and had like 500 shares already. Just the picture did. So I know that's going to be something that sells big tomorrow because so many people yeah. shared it, you know. Just uh, shit like that. Well, that's the only thing I really do is just come up with ideas and, and then act like an idiot on the Internet to sell my product. Karen does everything else, you know, but. That's important. Yeah, it's important. It's very important. Yeah, there is no, there is no, I mean, there's not one thing that's more important than the other when it comes to business. It's all It's all super important, and it all has to be done uh, or the business fails, right? I mean, if you can't, if you don't, you don't tackle sales, you're, you have no money. So business fails. If you don't tackle advertising, nobody sees it. So then your sales go down. And if you don't handle the books, then obviously you spend too much money or yeah. your sales go down because you don't have enough money for stock inventory, that kind of stuff. Like it's a, it's a living, breathing type, uh, organism it's it's pretty wild it's really cool to see when you start getting a whole bunch of people working and you go out like every once in a while it kind of hits me i'll go out in the back and i'll see my 25 guys and girls making belts out there and i just kind of sit back and watch them and it's like it's really cool to be like man i've i've done something pretty special here like, yeah. there's a lot of people here that uh sit back have a beer <laughs> <laughs> remember that time you brought all that beer for me at the arnold yeah that was awesome i do yeah, that was a good. That was. Um, that was I need to go back to the Arnold one of these days. The shitty thing is, is March is a terrible time for us because it's usually right in, right in the busiest part of our year. But you don't. Have, you just go down there for a day or two, you know. I know. Instead of setting up a booth, just go down yeah, there, hang just out. Go down there, hang out, everybody. talk to people. Yeah, but I'm not a celebrity, so well, people start. Not, they, you show your face a lot on Pioneer Fit. People know you. You know, you've been out there Maybe. for a long time now, so you go around talk to people. People get yeah, to know I mean, I know, I know that it's super powerful because that's we. I know that's where I met uh, Mark Lobliner and um, Mike Rashid and several of those guys. And you know, I don't think you know we never did any business together, but we made belts for them. And I know that they posted those belts, and I'm sure through those posts we probably sold belts because of it. So I mean, there's there's definitely a return on a small investment of getting out there and shaking hands and oh, yeah. you know, meet, I, meeting people. So, you know, they had that last year and uh, we didn't have a booth. Cause I didn't know what the hell was going to, it's the first year and I didn't want to give the Arnold my money again. 
had no idea what sure. to even to expect, you know. And uh, was no, it? it was good being out there, but it wasn't definitely not as many people. It was probably half of them as people as usually are there. Probably half, I would say. Really? Well, I mean, half's still big, but yeah, it's still big, still... but nowhere near what it was. And I think that this year it might go more back to normal. You know, it's kind of the first year with the, you know, I don't know, testing it out maybe more. A lot of the big companies weren't there either. You know, the big yeah. supplement companies and stuff. But I think it'll return maybe this year. I don't know. I think there would be more people this year after they had the test run kind of. I really don't know either because I don't know like those, especially the big supplement companies, right? I mean, they, those booths, you know, I mean, you know what a, a 10 by 10 and yeah. a 10 by 20 costs. Right. Yeah. You know, I think those massive ones, I, I mean, I, I bet they're spending quarter million dollars just on booth space yeah, they're, or more. They're, they're, I forget what count was it, Red Count or somebody else sponsored by said that they lose money on it. Yeah, so, and, I, uh, and I and I and I would bet that right. I mean, they'll be able. To, it'll be a write-off for advertising, right. and Several other expense accounts, but they, uh, like, they probably had to sit down and think, man, is this worth it? Where uh, we need to probably start cutting costs so that we can, you know, weather the storm. Like, I, I would be, I would venture to say, and not to be combative or anything, but I would venture to say this year is probably going to be worse as far as vendors and stuff goes. Uh, no, just because I, of I the craziness of, going on. I, I think a lot of vendors have already have already bought their space. There's a lot of vendors there right now. Oh, is there? I guess, yeah, they do have the interactive map when you're uh, yeah. signing up as a vendor. I guess that is be probably be a pretty good gauge. So I well, could be wrong for sure. But, yeah, I don't I know. Just kind of, I just kind of figured, man, that's, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of money for um, – you know, giving out free supplements because I don't know a lot of those guys. Yeah. I mean, I know they sell some stuff, but I think a lot of a lot of those people just will run around there and try to get as much free shit as they can. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Like Halloween, just walk around, uh, get samples. Not even oh, looking at wild. what's going on, just taking samples. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's wild. Yeah. I remember when they first opened up the. I I don't know. I think like there was a we were black Blackstone maybe there was a big supplement company out of. Yeah. Those guys are in trouble. Was black so. Yeah, those guys got yeah, in trouble there. Yeah, yeah, that was the, that was that same company. They both were right guys, across from us. Both those guys are in prison. <laughs> yeah, embezzlement or something, wasn't it? What's that? Or was it something? Was it embezzlement? No, or was it they something were with their putting product? Any, illegal stuff in their product, and they told them to stop, yeah. and they didn't, or something. I think that's what happened. I got. But you. it was Aaron Singerman, that guy. He ended up owning Redcon. You know. Yeah. I knew him, and then yeah. uh, I didn't know the other guy. He was still owning the the Blackstone Labs. Yeah, they. Uh, I remember they had like these little goodie bags, and there was probably two hundred of them out sitting right in front of their booth, dude. And there were people like nearly fist fighting. I mean, it was like right when it opened. I think they let like some VIPs or something come in, and these dudes were literally sprinting up and down the aisles trying to find the free shit. And I'm like, Jesus. geez, man, this is this is pretty wild. Yeah. No, yeah, no, the Arnold, it's fun, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what it's like this year. I'll, I'll be going this year. I don't even know if we have a booth. I think we're getting a booth. I don't know. Is it still in March? Yeah, same same thing as always, I think. First weekend in March. Okay. Yeah, they may make it up there. I've got, we've got to do that. And there's, uh, have you all heard anything about the home gym convention up in – I feel like it's in Indiana, but it might be Illinois. What? what are you talking about? I've never heard of that. Uh, uh, it's some new thing. Uh, garage gym. Not Coop. What the hell is gar- Garage gym, I think. What is Coop's uh, big g- garage gym reviews page? 
I think that's what it's you called. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Where it's you, called yeah. the Garage Gym Reviews. Yeah, Garage Gym Reviews. I feel like they're doing a convention. Convention um, for what? What, are you going to have, like, Rep Fitness there and Rogue and shit? Or? I, would, I, I mean, I doubt Rogue, but I think just the smaller kind of home, home gym type people. People would go um, there, you think? I don't know. I kind of want to go I don't know. Well, if it's in it Illinois, like I'd go for sure. It might be Indiana. I'm not real sure. No, um, we don't go to Indiana. I don't believe in that. Let me see. Uh, but no, I, I, that, that thing we might go to just because I think it'll be wherever it is. Uh, I, I read up on the resort and it looks pretty nice and there's a pretty badass golf course. So I may go up there and vacation slash work. Um, and I think that's in April as well. So I'll have, what? if I go to the, if I go to, um, if I go to Arnold and then I've got my deal down at, Padre and that in April have a pretty good day. And then there's another one. Let's uh, Ghost Clash. That's that's somewhere off in there too, isn't it? February that's in February. 18th. Yep. Yeah. Miami. Which that'll be a good one. I think we're we're donating some money to that one. Um, I think Alex does a pretty good job. I don't really know Alex very well. Ghost or hybrid? Um, ghost. Ghost. Oh. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. Alex Alex was with Hybrid. Maybe yeah. still is. I don't know. I, I've met he, him a couple of times. He's a pretty good dude. Yep. He owns he owns Ghost Strong uh, gear. Yeah, the not the equipment side. side. Yeah. Yeah, I saw they split off. I met the owner of Ghost and talked to them about that stuff, and the, they sold to Rogue, right? Yeah. And then like he runs the apparel side of it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and wraps and that right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Alex seems like a guy. Tim. Tim was, we we lost a good one in our community. Tim Gristle was a was an excellent. Yeah, they're out man. here in Iowa. Yeah, that wasn't too far from where we're at. Yeah, he's uh he was a good one. I know that he was he struggled with I think maybe some personal stuff or something. He grew that business pretty good, and yeah, I'm sure he dumped it off and made made you know, made some money off of the sale to Rogue, and um I think he. He's happy with with his decision, so that's good. But um, he was a good one to have in our community. He 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 supported the community a lot. I saw his name on those sponsors signs quite a bit. So yeah, Ghost was. I mean, they're really blowing up. They could have still kept blowing up. Yeah, bam. Well, it was really wild time through that 2020 year, right? Everybody stopped going to those commercial gyms and started, you know, buying perfect timing and barbells and. Yep. weights and stuff for their house and for their garages and all sorts of stuff. So it was weird that, uh, how the fitness industry didn't stop. It just kind of yeah. flipped its locations. Right. I didn't even think the fucking gym would, gyms would come back after all that. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's kind of how I thought, right? I mean, cause you couldn't find a barbell. You couldn't find a plate. Fuck. You couldn't find a dumbbell. You could not find anything anywhere. Everything was jacked was up my, too. Yeah, unless it was on Facebook Marketplace for twice as expensive yep. as it should have been. Oh yeah, um, you know, and I, but that was the wild thing. Like Rogue and a lot of those equipment manufacturers, I think they made buku's oh, money. Oh god, yeah, Rep Fitness blew up, man. Like some of those yeah, companies for through, sure through 2020. So that was that was a weird thing. Like there's, you heard all these stories about people losing their jobs. Yeah, and then you always guys. you yeah you knew there was some other guys making all sorts of yeah. money, especially in the fitness. Yeah, those guys in Pfizer world blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making fucking billions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to get out of here, man. I got to drive home. I got to go to prison in the morning. 
Well, don't get uh, don't get home too late. No, go thank to, you. Go to work. Yeah, the only and, thing I'd be worried about is hitting uh, a deer on the way home here. There's a lot of deer out. Oh, you'll be fine. I'll pick it up and throw it in the van. Yeah, that's good thinking. Yeah. Dinner tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah. Pam. Pam Will Black Betty. Well, we, we appreciate you sponsoring the podcast, man. You're the best. Yeah, appreciate you, buddy. You guys are the best. I appreciate it. All right, man. Good to thanks finally talk to you. Yeah, we'll yeah, chat thank, soon, yeah okay? thanks for coming on, too, man, and not big shotting us. We've been trying <laughs> to get out for months. When can we see you again? Well, I, I mean, I've already got my schedule cleared for next week. So. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm thinking the next time we do this podcast, it's going to be in the metaverse. It'll be like three years. <laughs> Perfect. I'll I'll, uh, I'll have to go buy me one of those. Yeah, we'll get our masks. Sets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, brother. All we'll right, talk so to you later. Till then. All right, guys. Okay. See bye. You. Later. Bye. Well, that was Matt he don't. What a good dude. Yeah. Where was he say he was at out in a shop or where was he at his barn with his pigs? Come on, what are you doing? We're still on the we're still on the air, you idiot. Sorry, Charlie Zamora was texting me. Oh, jeez. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I can't. We got a bunch of animals. Dude, animals not. It's just like you can't just forget about them. Like it's every day, twice a day, three times a day. Yeah, no shit. I got a cat. Tom, I know uh, you get it. If <laughs> anybody course. gets it, it's you. I was out there today, feeding it, walking it, watering it. Yep, cleaning the box out. Good for the kids, though. I do agree with that. We had animals all growing up, and look how I turned out. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, but I'm here. Yeah, got a sweet basement. Yeah, we got a sweet setup down here. Just wait. Wait for what? Until I make the studio official. How are you going to do that? Taking that off. I'm closing this off. I'm oh, building get the wall. out of here. I'm building the wall there, and I'm closing this off for our studio. I'm going to paint all the walls black. Bullshit. Serious heart attack. Well, what about the fucking pool table we're going to have? Are we still getting it? Oh, yeah. We'll have it inside the studio. That'd be perfect. That'd be <laughs> awesome. We're have a huge studio, dude. This is not going to be like a you know five by five. Now this I'm getting fired like, up. This is going to be like, I don't know, now 15 by 20? Oh, yeah. This is going to be nice. We have room for all of our friends. Yeah, we've got room for all of her. Just wait. It's coming, Finn. Ah. As soon as I finish this house, I'll start doing shit around here. That's going to be awesome. Yep. What if I have to pee? Well, you just go out. You just go to the bathroom. Okay. It'd still be there. All right. Well, i got to get out of here, Tony. All right, buddy. Let's wrap, wrap it up. up. All right. Uh, GeneralLeatherCraft.com. Matt Hayden, as you just heard on the podcast. Yep. Uh, go there for the little belt needs. Keep supporting him. Awesome company. He supports a lot of people in this town. Supports our podcast for two, three years now. Um, yeah. Just a great dude, as you heard. So keep supporting him. Keep supporting his business. Keep supporting his farm animals. Um, yeah, great guy. Smart official fire training needs. Um, got the Tom template out. If you want to do what I'm doing right now, follow along. Built the template. Uh, easy plug and play. Uh, it's on the cheaper side, too. So you can uh, train with me for cheaper costs through the True Coach app. Uh, we also have, obviously, custom coaching, nutrition with Nikki. Uh, new powerlifting coach and general strength coach, uh, Trisha King, is on there. Go check her out. Uh, pretty cool story. A lot of uh, a lot of experience in the fitness industry uh, that she has, and she's uh, a wealth of knowledge. Go to HFB Supplements oh, yeah. for all your supplements. Oh, and Cal's Barbell Long Sleeve Shirts are in. HFB Supplements, check them out. Um, what do you guys got? Got everything. Everything's uh, stocked. Everything's stocked. Stock. Everything's stocked. Stuff's always coming Test in. Test boosters, rest boosters. Yep. Yeah, rest boosters. Yeah. I took that yeah. pre-workout before bed last night. It was the best thing ever. I got up, shot out of bed at like 3.30. I didn't even shot out of alarm. bed. 
Like oh, it, it hit me again or something. Yeah, it happens. Sometimes you know, like you get up at four. And like, yeah, oh yeah. Maybe a little bit. I was like three thirty. Three four. I'm like, I'm up. Let's Damn. go, dude. Shot out of bed. LGS. I always say LGS. That's what I say. Yep. LGS pre workout. Let's, Let's get go. stupid. LGS. Uh, what is that one? Lo- uh, local uni- unicorn jizz on the street. That's yep, a good that's nickname. Street name. Street name. Yeah. Street name. Unicorn jizz. You guys um, get it. Yeah. Uh, Huckfin Barbell Apparel has a new T-shirt coming out yesterday. Or- Yesterday. <laughs> Coming out yesterday. <laughs> Tomorrow, 5 p.m., bench night. Bench shirt. If you like benching and you like fucking, this shirt is for you. Uh, find it at hookedandbarbell.com. All right, buddy, that's it. Shut up, Karen. Okay, bye.